This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abom, welcome everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavua. Tonight we're doing Mesech Devamais, Daf Ayin Beis Amad Beis. We begin Ayin Beis Amad Aleph on three lines from the bottom. Lema Ketanoi. Let us say it is a Machlekes Tanoam. Rav Huna said before that someone who pulls his foreskin and it looks like he doesn't have a Mila. He only requires Mila, Midrabanon, and he's now to eat Shum Midrabanon. Well, that seems to be the subject of a Machlekes Tanoam. Lema Ketanoi, Mashaich. Somebody who pulls his Arla, Venoilad Kishumahol, or someone who is born when they're in Aral. Now there's a question whether this is in the Gersa, the Marshal takes it out. Someone who is born when they're circumcised, so they just need Hatafas Dambris, the Gershon is Gayer, and a Ger who converts, Kishu Mahol, when he converted, in other words, a Ger who converted when he was already circumcised, the Katan Sha'avazmanai, or a Katan who the time has passed, in other words, a katan who the eighth day passed and hasn't had a mila, so now he's having an amila after the zman, and anyone else who needs a mila. And the Gemara chimes in, explaining the b'raisa, to include someone who has two arlois, is only circumcised during the day. Um... Now, what's the case of someone who has two arlois? Rashi says it's someone who has two foreskins, one on top of the other. Others learn it's someone who has two avarim. So they can only do mila during the day. So all these above cases, even though it's not a typical case of mila, they can only do mila during the day. Rev. Alazar, Rev. Shimon, Rev. Alazar, Rev. Shimon says, Bismanoi, when you do Mila Bismana, you can only do it during the day. They could do Mila during the day and the night. Is it not that this is what they argue in? That what's Machlok is Tanakama and Rav Lezab Rav Shemin? That the Marasavar Moshech Raisa, the Tanakama holds that if someone pulls their arla, that mila is dairaisa, and therefore it can only be done during the day. Umar Savan, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon holds Meshach Durabanan. Someone who pulls their arla is only Durabanan, and therefore their mila could be beyayim uvalayla. Says Gemara, that's not the only type of mila that Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon says could be belayla. He also says, Katan Sha'avar Zmanoi. A katan who has mila shloi bezmanoi could be belayla. But tizbro is a logical katan shavazmanoi. Miikel man darma drabanan. A katan that the zman has passed is there a man darma that says that for them mila is only drabanan. Ella rather dekule alma. Everyone holds meshach drabanan. You could say even the Tanakama holds if someone pulls their arla it's only drabanan. The katan shavazmanoi dairaisa and a katan that the zman has passed is dairaisa. Here, this is what they argue on. Mar Savar Darshinoin Uviyam. One man to Amar, the Tanakama holds, we darshin, that not only is Mila Bismane Biyam, but all Mila is Biyam, and therefore we darshin Ubiyam, that Mila is always Biyam. Mar Savar Rabbi Shimon holds, Loy Darshin Biyam. He holds, we're not Darish Ubiyam. Ki Hadi Yasiv Rabbi Yoichran, the Kadarish, like Rabbi Yoichran, was sitting and darshaning, noisar, bismanoi, noisar, 
being burnt on its day, meaning when is Noisar Bismanoi, on the very day that it's left over. Enoi Nisrof El is only burnt on the day. Rabbi Yochiron Darshand, Noisar, on the day it got left over, is only burnt on that day. Shaloi Bizman, but if it's not during this man, Nisraf Beimayon Beimalayla is burnt both during the day and at night. So, Noisar is. Um, according to Rabbi Yochiron, it only has to be burnt Beyoim on the day that it's burnt, because the Pasuk says, Ish. Ish mizar aron vutsaro izav akachem layechal adash yitavanegia. It's the the pasuk by noisar is vihanoisar by yoyim hashlishi by ishti sarif, and therefore, <laughs> hi Michael, how you doing? The pasuk by noisar. <laughs> hopefully, this time we'll get the Rabbi Akiva part. The pasuk by by noisar is uh, indicating that only biyoyim. Only on the day that it becomes noisar does it have a st- it doesn't have to be burned during the day, but any subsequent day it could even be belayla. The Eisvei Rebbe Lazar Rabbi Yochanan Rebbe Lazar challenged Rabbi Yochanan. He said, "Why would noisar only on the day have to be b- during the day, and on subsequent uh, opportunities it could even be belayla?" But Rebbe Lazar asked Rabbi Yochanan, "We know when it says biyoyim, we darshin." Always to be marbe always has to be during the day. Inli ella we darshan by mila. It says uveyam hashmini. Inli ella nimal hashmini. I only know if someone was circumcised on the eighth day. Shein nimal ella beyam that he could only be circumcised during the day. Minayin la rabbis la tisha la asara la achrasar la shnei masar. How do you know mila? Let's say on the ninth. Mila on the ninth is the scenario is where. If a child is born bein hashmashos, you have to push it off to the next day. Or what's mila on the tenth? If a child is born bein hashmashos Friday night, you have to push it off to um, not the uh, Shabbos has to be pushed off to Sunday, which is the ninth. If the day, uh, which is the tenth, meaning if a child is born bein hashmashos, you can't do it on Friday. You have to, and you can't do it Shabbos. So you would have to do it the next Sunday. If Sunday is Yom Tif, then it gets pushed off to Monday, which is the 11th. And if Sunday and Monday is Rosh Hashanah, it gets pushed off to the 12th. How do you know it's only during the day? Uh, Talmud Laimar therefore teaches, Ubiyoim, and on the day. Vafil laman deloi darash, vav, 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 even according to the opinion that doesn't darshan vav, vav hey darish, by noisar, where it says, viha noisar, we darshan that certainly, even though it's not uh, the very day that it was left over, it has to be burnt on, um, it always has to be during the day. Now, Rabbi Yochanan did not respond to this drasha of Rabbi Lazar. Rashi says, Stam Rabbi Lazar in Shas is the student of Rabbi Yochanan, namely Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas, Stam Rabbi Lazar of the Mishnah, and Abraisa is Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua, which is an important yidia to know. Stam Rabbi Lazar in, as an Amoira is Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas, the student of Rabbi Yochanan. Stam Rabbi Lazar in the Mishnah is uh, Rabbi Lazar Bereb, um, Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua, not Rabbi Lazar Bereb Shimon. It's interesting. In the Bryce on the beginning of, on the bottom of Ayin Bezam and Aleph, uh, 
we had Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. The reason it has to say Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon is because Stam Rebbe Lazar is uh, Rebbe Lazar ben Shamua. And Stam Rebbe Lazar in the Gemara is Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas. Anyway, Rebbe Yochanan, so to speak, um, d- uh, commented uh, seemingly disparagingly on what Rebbe Lazar Bar Pedas said. Amr le Rebbe Yochanan Rishlakish. Rebbe Yochanan said to Rishlakish, Roisi le Ben Pedas. Did you see Ben Pedas? Sheyoyshe v'doyresh. He's sitting and darshning k'moisha mipiagvura, like Moses from the Lord. It's like he's making up his own drushes. So Rishlakish said, Amr le Rishlakish, didehi is. Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas saying his own drashas. Masnisa, he's saying a brisa. Hecha tanalei. So Rebbe Yochan said, where did Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas uh, learn this? Where is it taught? Where is this drasha taught? He said, b'tares kaihanim. In tares kaihanim. Nafak, he went out. Tanya, b'tlasa yoyme. He learned the whole tares kaihanim in three days. Not only that, and he mastered its logic in three months. The bottom line is, it seems that everybody should agree um, It's interesting, the Gemara says that the Machloikis is whether you darshan ubiyayim and then the Gemara says, like in the scenario of Rabbi Yochanan, where there seemed to be a difference of opinion, where you da- whether you darshan ubiyayim, but ultimately the Gemara says that there's a taras kayanim, that we do darshan ubiyayim. So, um, no problem. So, um, this is just an illustration that the drasha of ubiyayim is uh, somewhat questionable. Okay, now we move on to the next sugya. Hopefully we could get the Gemara's question on Rabbi Akiva clear. The Gemara says as follows. Amar Rabbi Elazar. So I guess this is a Gemara. And Stam Rabbi Lazar is Rabbi Lazar ben um, Bar Pedas. Ben Pedas. Arel Shehiza Hazasuk Shera. An Arel who sprinkles the ashes of the Paraduma. The sprinkling is kosher. Why? Midi Because why would an Aral be any worse than a Tvulyaim? Sha'afapisha even though a Tvulyaim, someone who went to the mikvah and is waiting for Harav Shemesh, even though a Tvulyaim is Asar Batruma, Kasher Bapara, Tvulyaim is allowed to sprinkle the ashes of the Paraduma. Ma Litvulyaim. So that's the Gemara's drasha. That an Aurel is no worse than a Tful Yaim. A Tful Yaim, even though he can't uh, touch Truma, he's Asr B'Truma, he's kosher to sprinkle the ashes of Paraduma. A Tful Yaim, whose mutter, a Tful Yaim is Asr B'Truma and his mutter in the ashes, could sprinkle the ashes of the Paraduma. So therefore, an Aurel who's Asr B'Truma should also be able to sprinkle the ashes of the paraduma. So Gemara says that's not comparable because Malatfulyam Shikane Motabamasar. A Tfulyam is allowed to eat Masar Shini and an RL is not allowed to eat Masar Shini. So it, the Tfulyam has that kula that a RL does not have. So the Gemara says Atu Anan La Kamrinam. 
are we discussing the ability to eat a paraduma? If we were giving a heter to eat the paraduma, then you could say, a tfolyam could eat my sersheni, and an aral can't eat my sersheni, so maybe a tfolyam could eat the paraduma, and a aral can't eat the paraduma. But we're not giving a heter to eat the paraduma, we're giving a heter to sprinkle. So therefore, the inability of the tfolyam to eat my sersheni is irrelevant. Anan l'negiya kaminan. And we make the following kavachaymer. If a tful yoyim, then you're not allowed to touch the truma. A tful yoyim cannot touch truma. Mutter bapara, he could sprinkle the ashes of paraduma. Arel shemutter benegia, an arel that's allowed to touch truma, ain't din shemutter bapara. All the more so, he should be allowed to sprinkle the ashes of paraduma. So, in other words, a tful yoyim can't touch truma, but could sprinkle the ashes of paraduma. An RL who could touch Chuma, all the more so, he should be able to sprinkle the ashes of Paraduma. Tanya Nami, Hachi, we learned in a Bryce like this as well. RL Shehiza, an RL that sprinkles, has a Asai Keshera. His sprinkling is good. The story happened and the Chachamim were Machshur his sprinkling. So now the Gemara is going to challenge this that it's not Pasha that an RL could sprinkle the ashes of Paraduma. Meisvei, Tumtum Shekidesh, a Tumtum who is Makadesh, the ashes of the Paraduma, which means he sprinkled the ashes of Paraduma in water. Kidushai Pasal, his sprinkling is Pasal, Mimnesha Safek RL, because he might be an RL. We don't know what gender he is. The RL Pasal Lekadesh, and an RL is Pasal to sprinkle the ashes of Paraduma, which is against what we just said, what Rebbe Lozer said, and the Brysa before. Androgynous, an androgynous who has both simonim, and he had a mila, shekidesh, kidushe kosher. Because even if he's a man, he is circumcised. If he's a woman, a woman could sprinkle the ashes of Paraduma. Could, could mix the ashes of Paraduma. Rabbi Yehuda af androgynous, shekidesh, kidusha psulen. Rabbi Huda says, even an androgynous that sanctified the ashes by putting the ashes in the water, his kedushin is pasal. Why? And according to Rabbi Huda, v'isha psula melekadesh. But bottom line is, we learned an RL cannot mix the ashes of Paraduma, not like Rabbi Elazar said earlier, not like the Tanya Namihachi, Katani Mia, RL. We learned that an RL, the Safek RL, pasal melekadesh. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef is not a problem. Hai Tana, Tana Rabbi Kivahu. This Tana, who holds an RL, cannot sprinkle the ashes of the Paraduma, is Rabbi Akiva. Demarbe Leila RL Ketame. Rabbi Akiva is Marbe and RL like a Tame. And just like a Tame can't touch Chuma, an RL can't touch Chuma. Listen to this. The Archanar explains as follows. The whole logic of why an RL should be able to sprinkle the ashes of the Paraduma is if it's full yoim. Who can touch truma could sprinkle a ta- a a RL who could touch truma certainly could sprinkle. But according to Rabbi Akiva, the same way a tame can't touch truma, an RL can't touch truma. So now the kavachomer is out of the waters. The whole kavachomer is the fact that an RL could touch truma. But according to Rabbi Akiva, it was marba RL ketame, an RL can touch truma. The Tanya Rabbi Kiva Omer ishish l'rabbis ha'arel. But according to the other Tana, who learns out that a arel cannot eat truma 
from the carbon Pesach. We don't know anything about touching. It's a, an oral doesn't have a din of a tummy. So now here, this is the question we had a difficult time with. Hopefully, we could explain it uh, to some extent. Amar Rava, have a Yosef. I was saying before Rabbi Yosef, kashali, and I had the following question: If in fact it's possible to say that a Mishnah goes like Rabbi Akiva, then why are Tanam so reluctant to use the following expression: Arel v'tame? If only it would use the expression Arel v'tame, then we would know it goes according to Rabbi Akiva. But in fact, in Mishnayis, we don't find the expression Arel v'tame. Why? Because the Mishnayis don't go like Rabbi Akiva in this regard. Vikashali, loy lishtame tana, the tana should not avoid using the expression Arel v'tame, vilisni Arel v'tame, it should say Arel v'tame, vilema Rabbi Akiva. And we would say it's Rabbi Akiva. It must be the reason we don't use this expression, because not a valid possibility to say that a Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva. So you ask, what do you mean? We do find a Mishnah that uses the expression Arel V'tameh. V'loi, v'akatani Arel V'atameh, p'tor minariyah. It says in Arel, someone who's uncircumcised or Tameh, is pata from Riyah. Says the Gemara, no. There it's not because they have the same din. There it's because the Arel is disgusting. But it's not because of Rabbi Kiva's logic that an Arel and Tameh have the same halachic status. Hosam Yishim Damas. Now, the Brysa brought a difference of opinion. The Tanakhama held a androgynous could mix the ashes. Apparently in a cave could mix the ashes. And Rabbi Huda held an androgynous cannot. Says Gemara of Azulatame, they go according to their reasoning. What's that? What does it mean they go according to their reasoning? The Tanya we learned in Brisa, Hakol Ksherin Lekadesh. Anyone could sprinkle the ashes of Paradum in the waters, Chutzme Cherishayt Vakatan, except for a deaf mute and a fool and a katan. But that implies a woman could sprinkle the ashes. She's a kasher. Rabbi Huda Machsher Bakatan. Rabbi Huda says a katan could do it. But he says a woman cannot. Now, What's the reason why Taka, the Rabbanon say a woman could and androgynous could? The Chsiv, it says, they should take for the tummy person. Who's they? Isn't they going on, the one who gather the ashes? The Asaf. And we know the Asaf could be anybody, even a woman, because it says Ish. Ish excludes a katan, but it includes a woman. So when it says velakhu, it's even going on the woman. So my tan derabandach says velakhu latame meyafar sreifas achatos hanoch tepasli baasifa psulen bekidesh. Those that are puzzled to gather are puzzled to sanctify. Hanoch teksherin baasifa ksherin bekidesh. Those are able who are able to gather are able to sanctify. That means a woman could mix the ashes of the paraduma, but a katan can't. Rabbi Huda Amar Lacha, Rabbi Huda would say no. The fact that it says, meaning Rabbi Huda is of the opinion, a katan can, but not a woman. Rabbi Huda says, if so, that 
that a woman was able to, another, excuse me, if in fact a katan cannot mix the ashes of paraduma, then it should say vilakach. And he takes. My vilakhu, why plural? The plural is, is coming to include even, situ- even someone who was not able to gather the ashes of paraduma, he could still put it in the waters. So the, the word vilakhu is marbe, it's marbe even a katan. Even though the katan cannot gather, the katan can mix. So the question is, so then a woman also, if it's even including a katan, then it should for sure include a woman. A woman was allowed to gather. No, it says, v'nasan v'nasna. It says, v'nasan. The fact that it says, v'lakhu, and then v'nasan, and not v'nasna, that, inclu- that teaches a woman can't put it in. Now, what would the Rabbanon say about v'nasan? The Rabbanon would say that Vinasan is not excluding a woman, but rather it had to say Vilakhu and then Vinasan. Rabban Iksiv Vilakh Vinasan, I would have thought one person takes it and one person puts it. Because if, since both were writ- if both were written in singular, I would think one person takes it and one person puts it. Hava Mina Shakal Khad Vyaud one takes it and one puts it. Therefore, the merciful one wrote, and they will take it to indicate even two people could take the ashes of the paraduma. But you would think if it says vinasnu, then two also have to put it because Rachmana vilakhu vinasnu have amina deshakli treviyavitre. Two people could take it, two people could give it. That even the afilu shakli treviyavchad, two could take it, one could put it. So let's just clarify. According to the Rabbanon, why could a woman mix the ashes of Paraduma? The word Vilakhu says anyone who could gather could mix. However, a woman was allowed to gather because it said Tahar, so she's Tahar. A katan was not allowed to gather because it said ish. So anyone who could gather could mix. A woman could gather, she could mix. Uh, a katan could not gather, so therefore a katan cannot mix. However, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that the velakhu is marbe even sonu's puzzle, namely a, uh, a katan. But not a woman. Because a woman is excluded. We're not going to include a woman. She's excluded because it says after Vilakhu Vinasan. And the Rabbanon say no. Vilakhu Vinasan tells me a very important thing. That you, two could do one part of it and one could do the other. Rashi explains any, any part of it could be done by two and any part of it could be done by one. Okay. So that's Daf Ayin Beis on Beis. Hopefully this coming week we could be on to a regular schedule. Thanks for joining. And have a great Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.